Get hustling, get hustling, oh yeah. Get hustling, get hustling. With the hundred with a Cali coming from Santa, Santa. A hundred with a Cali coming from Santa, Santa. Okay. We are back once again, folks, for an edition of Live from Northeast Portland, Unedited Portland, with my friends. Today, I have a special guest, funny guy from somewhere we will find out soon, here in Portland, Sean Jordan. Yeah, man. What's happening? Uh, not much, man. Just kind of trying to stay cold a little bit in this warm weather. Yeah, dude. It's, uh, it's buck out. It's not too bad. I just don't like sweating through my shirt i always get embarrassed when you walk a block and you feel like you need to take a shower it might be too hot yeah yeah that's about where it's at for me right now and then it hits the point where i wear i'll wear a hoodie and i'm like it's 90 it's like 95 degrees and i got a hoodie on everyone's like that's dumber looking than sweating you know so then i gotta make that choice (laughs) it's it's true and i i have to apologize i i did it without your presence but i made a joke to you once when you were not wearing a hoodie <laughs> and I, I said something to the effect of oh i didn't know you could be funny without the hoodie and so i'm this is me making my clean break to uh, apologize that was another one of those days when it was like 95 degrees and it was some of that like button-up shirt with no undershirt comedy that had yeah. to go down because if i had a hoodie on i would have been just sweating balls so but yeah i don't I, I don't even feel comfortable not having long so we were talking about this the other day i have to have long sleeves on when i do i just feel i don't know why just feel self-conscious if i don't have long sleeves it's it's a pretty comfortable look i yeah. mean i snowboard so uh hoodie jeans yeah. and then whatever keeps me dry over that and that's pretty much the gear yeah you would i mean i would think doing comedy i would i would just be yeah put a fucking t-shirt on deal with it but no i can't i gotta it's gotta be a hoodie it's weird one of those things so normally I would tell you who this person is, but I, I don't know. It came off of an MP3 off of the Big Blunt's uh, collection soundtrack, so that's who brought us in. Big Blunt's track number eight. You can go find it out there in stores, I'm sure. It was dope. But uh, yeah, so um, welcome. Once again, this is the Just Paid Rent Studios um, <laughs> here. It's, uh, it's based on that because if I don't pay rent, I will no longer have a studio. Then the studio... It does go away. Oh, and I gave you the the crappy cord. That's all right. The I club, the club in Sioux Falls, the club where I'm from, the mic used to. They didn't fix it for like literally like three years. They didn't fix this mic, and so I'd watch people, and it'll cut out in a second, but or maybe it won't. But like I'd watch people just hold it, and it would cut out, and I'm like, just grab the fucking bottom of it, <laughs> and you're just good do to do that. Go. And I was like, don't flip out. Just grab the bottom of the mic, and it'll be fine. And it was always fine after they grabbed the. I don't know. Last time we had uh, we had Jamie Dunkel with that mic, and she she thought it was a conspiracy for me to keep her quiet. Really? So uh, yeah, she thought that that was what I was trying to do. Well, um, so my first usual question here is to put you, Sean Jordan, in place in Portland, Oregon, where we are now. Yeah, man. This weird. I love it here. Bastion of life that we have, and love it. I would ask you, Sean, are you originally from Portland? No, I slipped earlier. I apologize. I'm from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And okay. I moved here like two and a half years ago, and I fucking everything. I love it here. I love everything about it. Do you feel like if anyone asks you, you know, where you're going to be in five years, how how quickly would you say Portland on that spectrum? I don't know. It kind of seems like eventually Los Angeles is the thing that happens, but I would I love it here. I I don't want to leave. I mean, I grew up in South Dakota my entire life. I never I went to college like 
40 minutes away, which was a step down from Sioux Falls. So that, if you can imagine a step down, that was that heinous. So moving here was just, I was like, holy shit, I'm in a city. And then I talked to people who live here. They're like, dude, it's like a, it's not that big. And I'm like, well, it's big for me. It's big for you. Yeah. I uh, I grew up in the Chimicum Valley of Washington. Yeah. I don't know where that is. Exactly. Well, <laughs> as you shouldn't. Um, and uh, same thing. I moved to Portland and I was completely content with the size of the city because it was a city to mm-hmm. me. But then I have most of my friends moved to Seattle, and they often brag about the size of their city. Uh, yeah, but f- uh, no, I mean I go up there quite a bit, and it's it's so crowded. It's like you get the negative city shit, like the the bumping into you and like the the dirty looks and shit. Like and, I don't need the, that. They talk about Portland traffic, but that we don't really even have traffic. Like you have, you have to be dumb and be on like I five at five p.m. Portland has traffic because every person that drives is such a coward. That's why they have traffic. <laughs> like that's the. I mean, you watch it and you're just like, man, if everybody would just drive, like, they're not gonna die every time they're in their car. I mean, that's the thing. Like you're gonna, you know, just just drive it. If everybody drives their car, it's just you're not gonna get hit. You don't need to go forty on the interstate. Because there's people who want to get in. Fuck them. They'll get in when they get in. You know? I don't know. No, I I understand what you're saying. Um, There's not a lot of uh, freeway access driving here. You know, we have 84, we have I-5, and then we have a couple highways that we might consider freeways, like 26 or something. But, you know, there's not a lot of freeway experience here. So I think once you get that gridlock, everyone just freaks out and they don't know what to do. And I still like it. I'm a diehard optimist. So on the adverse of that, the bridges are awesome. The way the bridge, the way the 405 wraps around the whole city, it's like the coolest thing in the world. So I don't mind being stuck in traffic because then I can just look and appreciate how sick the bridge looks. Right. So there's that. I used to... Uh, and that view of the city. Oh my, not to cut you off, but there's a view of the city going up the 405 north that is just Oh yeah. amazing. Every time I do it, I'm just like, oh, that's super sick. It is. And it's when you're leaving usually because you're heading like north on towards Washington or whatnot. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, you're seeing it. You're like, oh, I don't want to really go anywhere. Exactly. And then you go through Vancouver and you're like, I really don't want to be here. Exactly. Agreed. <laughs> it's so mean. I have friends in Vancouver, but I don't I don't get it personally. Oh, whatever. I mean, it's cheaper. Nice. Like, cheap. Uh, cheaper. I just wouldn't want to live far away. Like I live in Selwood right now and it's still a little bit. It's only like a 25 minute bus ride. And I'm still like, man, I want to be like right in the guts of the city. That's See, the fun you're, part. You're over in Chuck Frederickson's neighborhood. Kind is of. He, yeah, I think we talked about that. Because he's actually. in the, uh, the Oak Grove. So he, he? He, uh, he reps OG. He's he an OG? To, he's an OG from OG. He's yeah. an older gentleman from he's Oak Grove. <laughs> he really is. Yeah. <laughs> he often asks for prune juice when he's at the, uh, the club and yeah. they're always out. So, But no, so before we figure out kind of what I was looking at, this arc, and it's something I've been talking with like Grace Sadie about, and then I talked to an open micer last time uh sarah oh golly i'm gonna screw up her last name i'm gonna say morell that is correct yeah i met sarah a few times yeah she's nice Mm. pleasant person and had a good perspective on what it's like to come to a city like this and do the open mic scene yeah but before we get to that um let's kind of put you in the city what brought you leaving that small town in sioux falls how did you pick up on coming to portland i was i was bartending and I was doing, I wasn't doing comedy really because I did. They had a club there forever, and I was like, okay, this is sick because I get to do pretty much every single show in town. I was like, me and two other kids were the only two that decided to do stand-up comedy in that whole city. And then they had acts come through, like it was a legit club, and we were the only ones that ever got to work there, so it was sick. But then they went out of business, and uh, and I just started bartending and getting fucked up all the time, and like getting fat and eating pizzas at like three in the morning, and then going to bed. And then just waking up at four and I was like, this is not what I want to do. So some friends of mine, they were like, we're going to move. And I was like, wherever you move, just tell me and I'll meet you there. And they ended up here and they had an extra room 
in the house and they had uh, my job that I was working at the time. I just transferred here with that job because they had a spot in Tigard. So it, everything worked out perfect. And we lived in Northwest. And so it was like a, we lived in Northwest, sorry. No, you're and fine. So I, it was like a good, like, yeah, just everything about the city right away. Skate parks everywhere. There's comedy every all the time. It's sick. So you uh, skated back in Sioux Falls as well? Yeah, I've been skating forever. I've fallen off now. I'd like the the more I get into comedy, the less I sk- unfortunately the less I skate. But uh but I'm, that's still yeah. still there. Okay, well that's cool. Yeah, Portland um and <laughs> I I find it personally funny cuz the uh this 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 thing that I'm doing with this podcast, um I did a mic check and it literally took me an hour and a half of just like making sure it was set up and then the one thing I knew was okay, one of these mic cables sucks. And I sat there and wrestled with that thing for 10 <laughs> minutes and never got yeah. cut out at once and i'm like oh it's good but you know lo and behold i i well i just been over here pouring beer all over it so that i know probably, that's <laughs> probably the issue I, and i feel like they should withstand beer because i told them when i ordered it that i, I was it's a microphone it was in portland it. yeah should exactly. withstand beer and liquor it's a microphone it's rock stars so so your friends moved here now are any of those people still here in portland uh no there were two other kids from sioux falls one of them lived here for a long time and then he moved back to sioux falls he went on like a this weird like little journey this like finding himself journey okay. he just ended up back in Sioux Falls did it involve mushrooms no it involved him he was he, he just goes on road trips but the month so like a couple months before I moved here it was like one of the sickest months of my life week 0709 is what it was nobody had a job I barely had a job like uh, the two kids I moved here with did not have jobs my friend Smith from Phoenix was in town he didn't have a job my friend Shane didn't have a job so there was like eight of us who just all we did we'd see the sun come up like every day and it wasn't always just super fucked up but it was just we were just with each other the whole time and that was like my precursor to moving here so i was in a really really good everything when i moved here and then i got here and i cleaned my shit up a little bit like i I started running and i quit drinking as much i quit smoking and i didn't do a show for like four months after i got here and then uh yeah and then the show that i did get to do was doug benson was amazing super cool dude like he always is he asked me to open for him at the aladdin so that was like the first show that i did in town and he and i was gonna probably bring his name up later um but he uh maybe headlined at a show you did in sioux falls prior to that or he just okay yeah that's how i met him and he just was he's like there's this he just knows that the system of comics you know you have to come up through the ranks and he's just the coolest dude in the world he's been so i can't even say how cool he's been but yeah that was how like i met him and uh and then he just before I moved here, he texted me one day and I didn't I was like, who is this? And he's like, it's Doug. I'm in town. He was doing a show to college. And then he came to the bar I was working at and just drank for a while. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to Portland. And he goes, well, when you get there, I'll just try to help you out. Just let me know when you get there and I'll do whatever I can. And he's he's done like everything. So, well, um, so that's actually how I came to know your name was um, I'm a fan of the podcasts as I'm podcasting and the doug loves movies probably and definitely in my top three whether or not it's the one or the two i don't know you know yeah there's some good ones out there yeah but it's up there for sure and um you were on it a few times Mm -hmm. and he was like you and i think maybe dave anderson were on an ep and uh and i was like okay those are some portland names i gotta look this up and then when i got associated with chuck and buck you came up in everyone's name like you had been around for a while the last Mm -hmm. couple years yeah so grace knew who you were and Sarah knew who you were, and Chuck knew who you were, and it's really like, inviting. It's really open. Everybody's really cool in this scene. Yeah, and nobody's really mean to each other, which is great. And then I went to the Chuck interrupts Con Air during Bridgetown, or not Chuck. Oh, Doug. Yeah, <laughs> Doug, yeah. Doug interrupts Con Air during Bridgetown, and you followed that up with the funnier everything. Yeah, we came. <laughs> we came. So I was. I uh, 
so Doug was nice enough to like headline the show, and that was I was like, so you, you headline our show, and then I come in the back after, in between the Con Air interruption and the Funny Over Everything show, I walk into the green room, and the first thing I see is Doug blown out like just a way too big a hit of hash oil, and he looks and he's got a smile. He's like, I can't do your show, and I was like, I you I like everybody thinks that you're gonna do it. <laughs> he kind of and he's like all right, but I want to go like first. And I was like, all right. And so, I mean, what am I going to be like? You can't. And so he went first and then Funches being the savior that he is, Ron Funches. I was like, Hey man, will you headline the show? And he's like, of course I will. And he, he just like saved the day. Cause yeah. It that, was and that weird. was actually my introduction to Funches. Mm-hmm. And now, um, that was a good show, man. It was like midnight. I was nervous because it was midnight. I was like, like no one's gonna stick around for a show at midnight. Right. But that's one of the appeals of Bridgetown is it feels like something cool. It's like oh, I'm doing this cool thing, like a weird indie show at midnight where all these cool because like Bronger was on it, yeah, and Doug and Funches and, and Ian Funches, Richard Bain. I mean, Richard Bain, yeah, it he was, was afraid of bears. It was one of my favorite shows I've ever been on in like in seven years of doing comedy, and that was cool. And who was the bear? Somebody dressed up as a bear. It was uh, I. God damn it! I know, I know his name. Too. I'm forgetting it now. Dustin, I think it's Richards. It's Richards' friend. Uh, but yeah, they're just they're just old homies. And, yeah, uh, yeah, they were doing the bear thing. They were doing it the whole all week at Bridgetown. It was. Uh, oh, okay, okay. That's why he moved to L.A. Quote unquote, because he's afraid of bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Well, and that was uh, how I first saw you live. Got to mm-hmm. see your stand up and Funches and Bronger and um ian and shane were on it too and jen allen was on it it was really good that was a solid one and i'd seen jen earlier in the week at one of the uh upstairs shows at the bossa nova Mm -hmm. and then um yeah so that was a good thing so you came here you you had a few connects in the comic scene from the sioux falls yep you um knew that this was an interesting town had i really didn't i didn't know shit about this city i I knew i'd been here once on a skate trip and i knew nothing about the city i knew that it was cool and i'd enjoyed it because it just for the nothing else than the fact that it was a city but moving here i had no clue that i would i mean it just fits every like i'm i'm really happy all the time and every everybody in this city is and like i i can really tolerate a lot of a lot of stupid shit so like that the tall bikes and whatever it doesn't bother me (laughs) you know i mean I, i get it like have fun do what you do so i i I love it here. So uh, the skate trip, did you by any chance hit up Burnside? We did, man. And Burnside is, I don't really skate that kind of stuff. I'm more like ledges and stuff like that. I mean, I can I can do it, but we got there and there was this, there was a girl, a really, really attractive girl who was way better than me and my friend. Not even, a, not like, damn, that girl's a lot better than we are. It was like very noticeably way better than we were. Right. And so that was not embarrassing, but it really put me in my place like, all right, Okay. It's going to be hard. I'm to, out of my league at this specific park. Yeah. Drop in on one of the, like 10 footers and yeah. then, you know, I mean, I'm bust crying. your knee open and you're like, so what are you doing later? Yeah. That'd be tough. It's a nice trucker hat, baby doll. What are you doing? <laughs> what you doing? You got any band-aids in those cargo shorts? Let's, let's <laughs> get rid of these skateboards. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah. doing me any favors. Exactly. Um, well, I was just saying, cause there's a lot of good skate parks in this town, but that there one's are. the notorious one. And it's it's like a punk rock skate park, man. Yeah, like, it's weird when you go. I mean, still, and I've been. I mean, I'm I'm 30. What do I give a shit? Like, I mean, kids can look at me like, <laughs> I'm way past the whole point of where I'm gonna get nervous what somebody thinks about it. Right. You're but not- I went through that phase where I skated, and I was like, man, I really. I mean, you wear the shit you wear for a reason. So right. You know, I wore. I used to wear stuff, and I'm like, man, I look really tight. I didn't. I looked terrible, just like everybody else did that wore it. But 
that was the same. So when <laughs> I go there, you on rollerblades though, right? No, never, never have, never will. But like, <laughs> so I go there wearing what I'm wearing, like jeans and a t-shirt, and people look at you like, um, like that's not okay. You're like, come on, dude. Right? Yeah, it is. I can I swear? I've I've been swearing. Is that okay? Oh yeah, totally. Okay. Unedited uh, Portland man. Okay. If I if I figured, I just uh, sometimes. No, oh, I try not to be like you know overuse it but yeah yeah i i well i i, I thought out. maybe this would be one of the more intelligent conversations in that sense because like you know chuck is just out there ready to drop an s or an f-bomb immediately and then my buddy damien who was the second episode like i don't think he can describe something without the word fucking yeah before whatever he's describing so i was like i bet you you know sean having to do open mics and moving all the way up to being like an actual comic you probably can withstand Dropping them when you feel it's necessary versus just. It is weird. One of those things. Learning. I remember when I first started doing comedy, and not not whoever, not anyone. You were just saying. I'm just saying in oh, general, yeah. like. And I, I make fun of Chuck because he's a really good friend. Oh, yeah. He, I mean, he can make fun of me all day. <laughs> when I first started, um, like you swear, you just swear. You know, you get nervous, you swear, and I'll catch myself on occasion. I'll catch myself th- throwing a swear word in where it doesn't belong, because it's different if it's just if you if I think that's how someone talks, fine. Like, right. But if I think it's a crutch or like, because a lot of jokes will have, you know, you say fuck in the right spot. And I'm not, again, not breaking down any walls by saying this, but like if you put it in the right spot, really, really sells the joke. I mean, otherwise right. the joke sucks without it. No, I understand. A little bit of, you know, a little bit of taboo. But just in general, like in conversation, <laughs> my roommate, one of the kids I moved here with, it would happen when we'd go eat. He'd get like, he was always the last to know what he wanted. So the waitress would come around and it, it, he would get like nervous. And Let so we'd all order. Waffles. He would, he'd start swearing <laughs> for no reason. He, we'd be like, Adam, what do you want? He's like, fucking, uh, uh, what about the fucking cheeseburger? And we're, I'm like, dude, you don't have to swear. And I'd say it to him and then he'd get embarrassed, not embarrassed, but he'd look at me like, shut the fuck up. And I'm like, why don't you order? He's like, ah, shut the fuck up. And then he was loud. And I'm like, well, now it's just a scene in this restaurant. You said fuck three times right. in the last 30 seconds. And she's standing there not entertained like <laughs> yeah. nothing good had came about so like i really try to be conscious of not swearing i had much th- i had that moment yesterday i was over at mulligan's on hawthorne and i was sitting outside because i got three tables on hawthorne there outside and the bartender like changeover was about to happen mm-hmm. so the other bartender she had just been walking up and down hawthorne with her daughter and her husband and they had just finished like a nice afternoon stroll on Hawthorne. It's like, okay, I'm going sure. to work. Yeah. Well, the table next to me was two dudes, and it was literally with eight year old girl, just like, so yeah, we were fucking at the mall and See fucking that, this it chick. It drives fuck- me nuts. I'm like, and I know, I know we're at a bar, so sort of we're outside, but we're at a bar, so we should all be 21. But I'm like, come on, be aware. Just like, have it, have it, just have that off switch in you. It's <laughs> sometimes people, it's like they're feeling entitled to have, like, yes, you can. I'm not going to tell you can't have that conversation, but just be, realize that maybe you shouldn't be. You know, right. Just chill out a little bit. Right. In the Sarah Morell episode, I had to admit that during Bridgetown, going to the, the Conair uh, show, I was talking just the same way. I was drunken and saying S-bombs on the on the bus and had somebody on the uh, the number 70 bus have to be like, um, my child hey, would appreciate can it. you be quiet? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yep. oh, <laughs> oh. I was like, I'm the a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right away you're just like, yes, yes, I can, and I apologize. I apologize. Doing that. So what's going on in the news? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but okay, so the city, you know, was unfamiliar to you, but it had a few characteristics you were recognized: uh, the skating and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And you've grown to love the weirdness qualities that it has. So sure. I guess this would be a good time to kind of shift focus from you moving here as a comic and 
understanding you here in the city and kind of get an idea what what do you think about the comedy scene here in Portland is it is it thriving is it growing is it ever changing yeah I think it's it's great I mean when I so allegedly when I moved here I didn't because I didn't know what anything was like before I got here but I moved here and the comedy contest started up again which I guess hadn't happened for a few years and so that was how I met some of my you know like like Ian and Anthony and Shane and like Gabe and Nate like all the kids that I'm really good friends with now that's how I met them was this contest that we did and ever since then it just seems like it hasn't really stopped gaining any momentum like then Bridgetown came around I, I again I didn't even know what Bridgetown was and I got a call like like you know hey you should do a, you should do Bridgetown I was like fuck yeah I don't know what Bridgetown is but I'll do it I want to really bad and it was it was awesome it was like summer camp and then just everything gets better and there's all these uh like showcases in town and I I put something on we have a comics board a message board and I said something to the effect of there's potentially too many shows in town and it was like a real big debate with everybody and when I say that I don't mean it I don't I don't mean how it sounds I just mean there are a lot of like one-off shows that will get put together and like maybe maybe it's just because the bar said it was okay so I don't think just because a bar says you can have a show that you should have a show right I mean there's room for for a show every night five I mean like what is it Monday tomorrow there's like four different open mics and there's plenty of room there's a decent one tonight at Boiler Room yeah there's a great one and like there's not saying there's not room for all that stuff it's just saying it if if something's going to be done the way I see it it should be really well promoted and and it should um you know just everything you should want to run a tight ship and and so as long as that keeps happening because people are doing a great job of it as long as that keeps happening i don't see anything changing the okay. city's crazy supportive and then to kind of shift the idea then if if the city is kind of growing and this idea is is, is working currently mm-hmm. um what do you think about the continued exodus of the talented people to places like New York and L.A.? Ah, is that's that how it goes. Is that, yeah, that's, that's part of the system of mm-hmm. comedy is new people will always be underneath and will then get some exposure and those that... Sure. W- and so you think that it, it, it can continue to thrive as each talented person moves along. We don't need to hold some structure of talented individuals here in town that we can keep letting him leave because i i've been worried about that but i don't know so that's what i was i've been wondering so i don't know i don't think anybody knows i mean the way i see it there's always going to be people getting better i mean just because like so funches and bane um virginia uh like who else i, I don't want to leave anybody out but there's been a, like well, carmel's Smith in moved. la right now uh I mean. yeah <laughs> dax moved like there's a bunch of people that moved and i don't feel a huge effect you know i mean i don't think the city is like reeling from any sort of disaster or anything i think things they come when they should come like whenever whenever it's right like funch has had to move he had to there's you okay. can't you can only go you can only do so much i mean there's like things that you have to just be in town and it's even like seeing people you just have to be around so people are like hey there's there's funches he's here he okay he's here now and then maybe i'll ask him to do my show if you don't if you don't live down there they don't think like that they don't right. think to email like hey man you should come down here <clears throat> in a month and do a week's worth of shows and then bail again you kinda, right you have to be around Carmel carmel's down there because he's been opening for canane yeah they're doing the yeah he's on tour with canane right now so then he's looped back down to do this erotic fan fiction which i saw him like a week ago hanging up flyers for we're gonna do that on friday for and Brody. it's gonna be awesome so okay, well, there's a little I'm thrilled about it. Little peak show to the plugs is uh, Brody Theater. Was yeah, that that'll be red. August 
seven whatever this Friday the seventeenth. Seventeenth. That's what I, I was saying. So. I was going to say that at the Brody. So that's pretty sweet. Um, okay, so that's kind of the Grace Sadie yeah, the mindset that I heard on a different podcast about the comedy scene. That, mm-hmm. as she put it, um, when LA wants you, LA will let you know. Yeah, and, it happens. I mean, that's. I don't want to. I, I don't want to <coughs> go there. I don't. I mean, I. I don't want to say I don't like it there, but it's. I like it here. I like right. it here a lot. And there, it's so spread out. I mean, it's it's sick. I mean, there, there's what's like 80 degrees every day. I can skate anytime I want, but like. Just little stuff about here, like the public transit. You don't need a car. You need a car in L.A. You don't need one here. Right. It's, you know, there's, ah, I just like it here so much. So um, how is the Funny Over Everything comedy showcase doing? And how often is it Great. Is it on? Like, is it on a regular basis? Because I've had trouble kind of keeping track of that part of it. We didn't want to do it. We didn't want to set it so it was like every, so it was a certain day. So people could get used to it or um, like think of it as mundane at all. So we do it, we try to do it every like month and a half, but we have Mary Mack and Tim Harmson are going to be here September 8th, who are both phenomenal They're from the Midwest. And then Brent Weinbach's doing the one October 4th, okay. who is ridiculous as well. So it's doing, almost every single one has gotten better. Like we started in that small theater and then we moved to the bigger one. And that's just a testament to how supportive this city can be. Like it's, they just get bigger. We had like 270 people come out for Hari on a Monday night, you know, that's a Monday. That's nice. Yeah, it's sick, man. And so like when winter hits again, like that's one shitty thing about being a comic is makes me resent nice weather. Like, oh, it's nice out. No one's going to be at the show tonight. I should never think like that. Right. It's such a terrible way to think. Right. But, uh, you know, it's true. So when winter, when the fall hits and it starts getting dark early and rainier again, then I, hopefully the show will do really like, a, really, I have some hit, some names in my head that I would like to get on the show. So yeah. hopefully. Yeah, well, that's, uh, and I'm, I'm really proud of you for doing that because, um, you know, I haven't really met a lot of people that are throwing their own showcases. Ian did. I mean, Ian, like, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> but, like, the Hollywood approached Ian, and we, me, Ian, and Shane all just ended up going to get coffee with the dude, and we're just like, why don't we just all do this? It'd be a lot easier because we all kind of have our, like, I'll handle that I like to run the show. I like to make sure, because I just, you know, the I like to practice what whatnot. I preach. I like to make sure that the show is run tight and the times and the lighting and the music and everybody's where they should be and people get sat promptly, doors are on time. Shane, he'll email like 500 people personal, like not that chain thing. Right. Know? He'll just <clears throat> email everyone and not even sweat him. Just like, hey, here's what we got coming up. It'd be awesome if you came. And then Ian gets like a lot of press coverage in the Willamette and stuff like that. Right. So it's, it's good to have three different people in three different areas because it brings a lot of the work that would really suck for just one person to do. That's pretty cool. So that's Shane Torres, you, and then Ian Carmel. So that's that's pretty yeah, it's fun, s- man. strong trio. Of, uh, and basically Anthony Lopez, too. He just wasn't at coffee that day. Like, <laughs> right. He was he's, always, he's always doing shit. Reading a comic book or yeah, yeah. <laughs> about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, he's always killing it. Um, well, let's see here. I'm kind of... I get lost on time on this thing all the time. So did I'm we go long? We never. You can't really go long on the internet, unfortunately. Yeah. No, I mean FCC hasn't gotten their paws into this this realm <laughs> yet. Um, before we switch over to the game, though, I guess I need to touch a little more on the city of Portland because that's kind of the yeah, of course, um, character of my shows. So that's the theme of whatnot. So, um, how? What do you think about the surrounding areas of Portland? Like, are you getting excited to do any barbecuing or floating or? <laughs> hiking that's all i that's all i want to do it's like pulling teeth getting these comedians there's a few there's a few that like are want to go outside but most of the guess they just want to chill 
and it's not maybe it's not even that but like it's all we do we, we want to do a show like every night you know and so the right. weekends are always booked up and like the time when people have to go do that stuff it's always like well no i gotta do this tonight like anybody want to go on a tuesday go float the river nobody ever does you know? yeah I, I was hanging out with sarah before an open mic and it was like five and it was like the open mics at eight thirty. and she's like i gotta go i gotta go right i gotta mm-hmm. go do the stuff <laughs> like and it's just a stress <laughs> like that but more i don't really stress too much before a show now but i remember when i first started it would like my whole would eat up my whole day we'd go skate and it would just, I, I'd go skate at like one and I'm like, I got to do a show tonight, man. I'm stressed. I'm, I can't skate right now. I'm like, why, what are you so stressed about? Right. It's before I, like now I get nervous, but I get excited, nervous. Like, oh, I can't wait. I want him to hear this. It used to be like, oh, I'm scared. Now you're going to get some premise about how when your, you know, flotation device pops on the uh, Clackamas and, and what you have to do. With it, so. Yes, dude. I'm extremely, I love going hiking around and just being just being outside i love being outside i get as much sun as i can but yeah i haven't actually got to do anything super rad i missed out my friend nick went floating the other day i missed out on that because i can't even remember why because i was too hungover i think just me being hungover you know right that's why <laughs> that's why i missed it here i am blaming it on comedy it's me throwing down it's yeah it's i'm in the same boat i i, I like to i guess i should recall the last time i saw you um, I spilled a Pacifico. At the oh, yeah, that was it. Oh, my God, that was so – I could not believe that. Like, Doug, that was so sick going in there like, oh, what are you guys doing? Here are the keys to every video game you want. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> Why didn't we come? Why have we not been here all night? Like, That's pretty sweet. We were sitting at Cypher Rifle or something. And yeah. I'm like, why don't we just go? We could have been at the arcade all night yeah and you guys were <laughs> up in the pinball section which is my domain yeah um that's where i kick it and someone had balanced a pacifico on a round banister yeah and they even said something too they like the kid who left it up there and i just brushed it off i should have just pulled it down like I'd, i'll never understand that stuff either i've been about as drunk as you can be without dying and i still put i mean you still have that like yeah. oh don't do that because that's gonna it's right next to the stairs it's probably gonna fall down the stairs and ruin so many people's days yeah if you're gonna put your drink in a weird spot put it like under the T2 machine or something. Right, like, right, you know. on a flat surface, yeah. So there was this weird moment where it's like, have you met my friend Doug? And I turn around, and it's like, splash, goosh, boosh. And I'm like, uh, I'll be right back. Yeah. So I disappeared for a minute for the bar rags and cleaned yeah. that up. So that happens. That was, it was a fun time. I, I just And my buddy. I love that place. Oh, man. I was just there before this interview. I love it. It's it's so sick. I, uh, I'm i probably going to go there once I get this uploaded. But yeah. I got to go work at the Shanghai Tunnel tonight. So. Oh, is that where you work? Yeah. Cook, right. Cooking noodle bowls in the in the basement tonight i like the shanghai man yeah so uh we and that we get pretty good treatment at ground control because they come in there yeah after their shifts and whatnot and have drinks so we got a pretty good you know trade off i can go in there and get some quarters once in a while that when we over bridgetown i was standing there and brent weinbach was playing street fighter and i was talking to funches i was like oh i'm gonna go play him he's like he's gonna kill you (laughs) i was like he is not and i went and he was we were we had like we played for like an hour back and forth it was so sick i'm the only one that doesn't have a funches on the draw i cannot go to the funches like it's a pretty it's a pretty easy just mellow just act like ever just act like you are just content with everything everything's gonna be fine yeah (laughs) okay okay i see that's good that's good that's the uh the Mr. Miyagi. Exactly. Like you're an amazing, you're in an amazing mood all the time. Exactly. And super chill. Um, you're also, uh, while I reminisce uh, stories, uh, you're also a reference in my Pete Holmes hugging story. Um, you were outside the Bossa Nova on the last night of Bridgetown, probably mm. circa 1130-ish, midnight-ish. And I left the show early. I think it was set list. And set list was going on. And I left early and I went down and I bumped into you. And I knew at that point that you were portland comic or mm-hmm. ish you know i mean yeah, yeah. S- yeah for sure, no. south dakota 
but you know, also Portland. Yeah. And I thanked you. I go, hey man, thank you again for the show. And I I was like, thanks for Matt Broniger and uh, Pete Holmes is a big comic. Glad he could come. And uh, I turned around and Pete Holmes was behind me and he thanked me <laughs> for my compliment. And me being the asshole, I go, oh, I meant big in stature. <laughs> not from the quality of your comedy. I'm apologizing. He's a very big dude. He knows it. And he looked at me funny for a minute, and then he said laser accuracy and gave me a hug. So I I tripped out because I just started listening to You Made It Weird like yeah. a week before Bridgetown. So That's I was like, really good. Uh, yeah, so the laser accuracy was enough, but the hug, it just was too much. So Yeah, he's red. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I promptly went across the street, and my friends were closing the Burnside Brewery and basically got wasted for free. That'll happen. Yeah, so... That yeah, that's what we were doing at those those after parties. They were so tight. They always are, but it's like beer and voodoo donuts. Just yeah, I mean that's all that that's all Bridgetown. It's like every green room, like a ton of ton of alcohol, and then pizza and voodoo donuts. It's like <laughs> right, just the worst stuff, the best <laughs> worst stuff for you. Exactly. So it, just it, four days, and you let yourself, you make yourself like, well, I earned this. You'd let yourself think any of us, <laughs> you know, like this is just the biggest treat in the world that we get to do that and so just right. like no i earned all this i can have pizza all week like no you can't motherfucker you barely <laughs> earned it yeah maybe you, maybe you banana maybe we could uh send a text out to bronger and uh wood there andy wood and get him to maybe you know put some salads next year no way no. we went to the acropolis for like the a pre-bridgetown steak lunch too that was real oh. perverted like just kick the week off with at a strip club with eating steaks like uh, 20 of us my friend so. dancer sydney works there really yeah well she, dancer sydney uh, works at an awesome place then because <laughs> yeah. that place is tight. <laughs> I think she recently posted that she's tired of working at this club, but really? I think she uh, she probably will appreciate it sometime. That'll happen. All right. Well, uh, I think we've done enough um, around the city of Portland. Uh, we've done it justice. Um, we've uh, plotted its skating, its comedy. Totally. Um, its lack of Great food too. I, just, you know, it's insane how good the food is. I I know, right? Even um, you know, I've recently I've been uh, checking out Brunch Box, and I can't help but laugh every time I see Ian Carmel's uh, Ian sandwich. Ian. I haven't had it yet. It's they, he's got the juicy Lucy, right? It's the juicy or it's what Lucy. What they made like a juicy Lucy with grilled cheese? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. God, that sounds tight. <laughs> I might have to get one of those today too. My list, my uh, dancing card is just getting booked full. Yeah, I'm gonna go get a big ass sandwich sometime tonight. All right, so the final portion of this show is called Questions with Mikkel. And being that you're a new newbie Portland resident, I'll keep it in the uh, intermediate range. Keep it newish. <laughs> yeah, right. because uh, I grew up in the Seattle area, and what I said earlier was the uh, Chimicum Valley. That's where I went to school. Yeah, did you hear that? That's that's unedited Portland for you. I, I was actually going to go in airplane mode just to avoid that title. Oh, was that a phone call? <laughs> it totally was a phone call. That's awesome. Um but uh, I I, uh, I didn't get a chance to go in airplane mode because I was having the old audio troubles earlier. There we go. Um, so here in Portland, I was going to go intermediate because uh, I grew up in the Northwest, so my exposure to Portland might be a little greater than some, some newbies. So like, I feel like I could almost go advanced, but I'm definitely not a Portland expert. So that being known, I'll, I'm going to go a little bit intermediate with these to kind of give you a shot. A chance at getting a perfect. <laughs> I score. was slacking for like the first year. I was slacking. I'm a pimp and getting here. I didn't know shit about the city. All I did was like work and do com. Like I would work all day, and then I would do maybe an open mic. I wouldn't go anywhere. I would sit at my house and drink forties with my roommate, and then we'd go to like ground control on the weekends. Okay. So I'm 
<clears throat> I just in the last couple of years has or the last like year and a half have I gotten really comfortable and like gotten to know the city. So okay, I think well, I got it. Uh, I'm gonna go with um, there are. Could you name for me? I, you were talking about skating, and another form of transportation a lot of people have here is bicycles. Do you have a bicycle? I had one and it got stolen <sighs> when I I I was so stoked. It was like an actual nice bike, and I. I didn't know the city again coming from Sioux Falls I hit it under my porch in Northwest and I was just thinking like yeah we're in Northwest this is like the nice part of town and it just wasn't locked up and yeah somebody ran up on it and I get it it's my fault I should have had it locked up to an extent I've lost three bikes in this city already you know? I mean yeah I'm not condoning stealing a bike nobody should ever do that fuck you whoever did it I would mur- <laughs> I would yeah, at least hurt you <laughs> in general I get lock up your bike because be as much as I'd like to trust everybody you just can't so now that you're in the market for a new bike could you name for me two locations in this city any type of bike retailer where you could get a bicycle here in Bridgetown there's a uh, there's that 20 22nd Burnside East 22nd Burnside there's like good it's like a you can get coffee there it's a bike shop it's right by Fire in the Mountain and right by Ian and Shane. So I don't know this. It's like Anc- oh. is it Ankeny, I'll Burnside, Ankeny, Ash. Okay, I'm going to give you that one because I just went there the first time. So if you had named it other than three days ago, I wouldn't have known it. But it's City of Bikes. City of Bikes. All right. Okay, I'll give so you that as one. There's that one. That's totally true, though. It's 22nd in Ankeny. Um, and there's one on 21st. I can't name it, but it's 21st and like Lovejoy right next to that Laughing Planet because I took and got air in my tires i think one oh. time is it <laughs> i don't know where that one is i don't know what the, so so I, i'm giving you the credit on that i'm giving you because i don't know that i can't prove you wrong 21st and love joy then i don't get the credit i didn't get it right i know it's there but i can't take that's, the credit that's on that. no that's, that's me fair cheating. um i'm that, you got two bike locations if you needed to go Ish. get a bike you could get a bike at those two locations i would know i would go get a bike if i needed to go get a bike i'd just go into northwest and catch some idiot slipping and steal it <laughs> <laughs> like what happened to me see that's three so so you're good <laughs> yeah so no you're shit good. where where can i get a bike yeah. anywhere in northwest where a stupid person lives okay um can you name for me two of the call sign like letters aka names of of the local air over the air broadcast stations like channel eight. Oh, um channel six channel two Channel 12. No, I'm not going to be able to. Uh, I should because we didn't. I haven't had cable since I got here, and all we had was like Jeopardy cable. So like, you know, those four channels. Channel Channel 6 K, uh, would, would be prop, you know, pretty popular with uh, Mario. <laughs> I don't know. I should know him. K, KQRP or something. <laughs> KQRP. Uh, you're close. K. No, it, I don't. They I all can't. start with K. They all do start with K. I do K. know that's why I keep saying K like I'm like I'm just a you, genius. You, um, K. If you kept saying that and then there's also channel two, you'd be you'd be there. Technically. I it's not gonna happen. Okay. K so, hold on. God damn it. I'd see now this I know this isn't fun to listen to. It's but fine. I it's right there. I can think of it and it's it's real stupid that I can't. But no, I can't. I don't I can't do so it. So you were close. Uh K two k2 k2 yeah would have been two so you kept saying k and then anything <laughs> if you had just said the word two you would have had it and then yeah. coin k-o-i-n no, is channel six that so one. that's the one mario would like because he's all about his coins. oh look at you <laughs> getting secret, witty yeah yeah and then kgw which must have a, a fourth one 
but they don't they don't pronounce they never say it. So it's, yeah, I wouldn't have got I would have got K two K two news, uh, but I wouldn't have got it. And then uh, KPTV is the Fox no, one. Wouldn't have yeah, got that one. Either. Got that one. That was pretty much K two and Coin were the ones I was. I, you should be. I should be failing. These are questions I should be failing. If I actually like Portland, I shouldn't be watching. Yeah, TV. you know, I know. I'm I'm just trying to like uh, mix it up. Um, I like it. No, I'm, I was bummed. Normally, I'm bummed if I don't get the right answer. Now I'm happy. It means I'm doing something. So right. um, this we've moved on to the plugs portion. Um, prior to my arbitrary question, and I can get my musical interlude ready here. Um, so we know that you have Funny Over Everything. Uh, the next one you said was scheduled September, what was that? Yeah, September 8th, there's one. It's Mary Mack and Tim Harmston, and they're phenomenal. Mary Mack is, she's one of the first comedians I ever saw. She's from Minneapolis, and she is great. She was just on, uh, she just did WTF with uh, Marin, so you might have heard it. But um, she is awesome. I also saw her at the Humor Code with Pete Holmes and yeah. then the Humor Code guys. Yep, she's ridiculous, man. And Tim Harmston is phenomenal, too. And we're lucky because they're traveling together, so we get them both on the same show. I like that. And that's, uh, how much does that cost for the people? I don't know. I think that one's 10 bucks. Cool. And that's usually like a 9 p.m. kind of start time thing? Yeah, nine, I think 9.30. It's on a Saturday this time, so we get the like good spot 9:30. Cool. All right. And then anything else going on for you? Is there like a Twitter handle or Sean S Jordan? Sean. I've been going through the wackest Twitter. It started out Sean Jordan 123 and then it was Sean Jordan comic. And when Brian Cook was in town, I was bitching about how bad my Twitter name is and he's like it's like as long as it doesn't have comic or comedy at the end, I was like it does though and he's like, "Ah, oh, yeah, buddy. Do something <laughs> about that." And <laughs> I just, Sean S. Jordan, just Sean's, I, that's why I just made S in there, because P is taken, and Sean Jordan is taken, and <laughs> so, yeah. So, it's currently, it's <laughs> at Sean, Sean S. Sean Jordan, S. Jordan on, yeah, on Twitter. which is better than Sean Jordan 123. And, uh, as always, we're available at Unedited Portland or UnedededPDX.com through Knowledge Multimedia, which I made up. Um, so, the final part of this is um, the arbitrary question. So, I bumped into you at Ground Control the other day. And I was wondering if you could tell me, please, what is the greatest video game currently at ground control? Dr. Mario, hands oh. down. Dr. Mario is the best video game. I, I can go in order. I can go Dr. Mario, Street Fighter 2, and then uh, the four-person Pac-Man is pretty ill. And then NBA Jam would be a fourth one. Oh, yeah, that's solid. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately the, the you're great, wrong. The greatest uh, video game currently at ground control would be Turtles in Time. Get All right. Hustling. Turtles in Time, man. All right. Appreciate Get your hustling. time today, Sean. Thank you. Thank you, man. Get hustling. Get hustling. With the hundred with a Kaliwi coming from Santa. Santa. A hundred with a Kaliwi coming from Santa. Santa. The speed limit was 35.